Ruben's rant. Now, my rant this week is about the Australian Open and the statistics that we see. We're always seeing the statistics of players, how many tournaments they've won, their win-loss record as well. And one of the things that they always show is the amount of prize money that they've won. And I always find this quite interesting because you might see someone's prize money and even a, maybe a, I don't know, just a top 50 player, you might look at it and think, oh, they've made 6 or $7 million of prize money. Um, and we kind of tend to equate that with what their wealth must, must be. You think, oh, they must have at least that amount in assets. And it's actually interesting because if you think about it, it's probably not the case. I think most of us would be completely mortified if we saw what our income had been, our pre-tax income that we'd earned had been over our lifetime, uh, and then compared that to the level of assets that we had. It's kind of misleading because you've got to remember, uh, firstly, you pay a huge amount of tax, and that secondly, you've got to live, and particularly the tennis players have got to uh, you know, spend a lot of money traveling around the world. Uh, so I think that it can be a bit misleading. The other thing which which is misleading about it as well is that you're always going to find the more current players. You know, they'll say, well, they're the 15th all-time highest earner, uh, but it's always going to be skewed more towards current players because you know the pay packets for winning tournaments has gone up you know, exponentially over the last 10 or 15 years. So just because someone might be the 15th highest earner in history doesn't really say anything about how they compare to players of previous eras. Okay, well, that's my rant. It's not too sort of aggressive or opinionated, but, you know, it kind of fits in with where we are this year with the tennis. uh, And coming into the last week, as I said, I'm pretty excited about it.